and joining me once again at this time of the year to look forward to 2023 is of course the leader manager andy moore and andy you're very welcome back to the show yeah great to be on Brittany. thanks for having me no problem at all listen uh, it's been a while we haven't seen you since the uh, the county final we had a, a good chat during the halftime of that game about all things uh, Leitrim GA and maybe where Leitrim is going for 2023 and and uh, I suppose while you've been up there for the last six weeks I suppose just at home with the pipe up wait for Christmas to roll around yeah no ah uh, yeah no it's uh, it's been like I, what I find fascinating about the whole kind of county manager scene Breffney is that this is actually the busiest time of year and uh, once you get this out of the way and you get into January it's game training probably a challenge game training challenge game and then you're straight into the national league which is which is the exciting part of the year you know so it's so quick uh but these six weeks of planning eight weeks planning are are probably the busiest uh couple of couple of weeks going we, we we've done a bit of traveling we've tried to get around to meet a lot of literal people around the around the world and around around ireland uh in the background ourselves and martin and enda and our us guys were trying to do a lot of work on that side of things and uh then with the players, I suppose there's been comings and goings in the panel, uh, getting new guys introduced, watching a lot of club games. Um, so it's been a, a busy two months, really. Yeah, talk to us, before we get into kind of the ins and outs of, of who's in the squad this year, tell us a little bit about I suppose, your own perception of the, of the role now that you've been in almost 12 months or a little over 12 months. Um, how weird is this period between finishing up the Talton Cup back in July right through to now where... You can't really get access to players with club games going on, and then all of a sudden you're back in with six to eight weeks build up to a, an FBD competition, the the National League as well. In fairness to the players, Breffney, they've been superb in terms of everything they've done. So we, we got knocked out the first week of June. Uh, it was a Joe, it was it was a hard defeat because we didn't get to play in Crow Park. But like I, I think the joy and the buzz around the place after the game it was there, clear to everyone to see that people are now getting behind this team. And I think the players got a good energy off that, uh, off that, off that, of them two games, the Antrim, the the Sligo game, even the Galway game, which feels funny, but the first twenty minutes gave people a bit of hope, and then the London game. So we got a, a lovely bit of kind of energy off that, and the players have responded well to it, and. Uh, They've worked right throughout the summer, Breffney, to be honest, which uh, not in group collective sessions or anything like that. But I've, I've often said to you throughout our course of our chats about the importance of uh, Dahi McCabe and Aidan Kramer. And uh, them guys have, have got fellas going. They've got fellas on programs. They've got them working. And uh, the change and difference in the guys have been huge. So it's uh, my job as a... As a manager of that, it's just making sure that that's implemented, make sure that the right people are on the on the bus in terms of the the, the background team, the energy that they bring, and uh, and and just kind of keep the thing going. We've had we've had on the management team alone, we've got people coming in, people going out, uh, people going out, and then coming back in. So we've had a a lot of change and uh, a lot of structure. So my job is just to get that going. But my job is also. Um, to, to not educate, but to inform the Leitrim people of what we're trying to do, not just as a senior team, as a county, and uh, let them know the progress we make. Because sometimes we, we're down on ourselves, um, and I say we, is, sorry, I always have to kind of catch myself saying that, but I say we is in terms of Leitrim. We, we, we have to, we have to, Joe, we're sometimes down on ourselves, so we have to tell people what actually happened in, in, in 2021. We had no victory in any, in any scene, 17s, 20s. Hurling football, I think. Uh, I think the famous Declan Bowen uh, 
addressed to the, the Congress was the way no win in the whole of 2021. And last year, we were at about 60% win uh, loss ratio between league and championship with the seniors. The under-20s got to within a point of Mayo, uh, a much-fancied Mayo team. Uh, and the, the, the under-17s had some great victories, won against the eventual All-Ireland champions. Um, yes, it mightn't have been their very, very first best team, but we, we, we defeated them, Leitrim defeated them, and Drew with a much fancier Roscommon under-17 team. So the, the progress has been enormous in the in the course of 12 months. And I don't mean that just as a senior team, but I mean that right throughout Leitrim football. And we have to acknowledge that. And part of my job, answering your question in a really long way, is informing people that there has been progress and now we just need to continue with that progress and bring it on. Well, let's start maybe with the backroom team first. You talked about ins and outs. I know James Clancy, uh, a very high-profile defection, for want of a better word. Uh, I know it wasn't a defection, but it was, he, he's left it. <laughs> Longford. But uh, Mike Solon, there was a bit of Willie Wonky go to Mayo. He ended up back in Leitrim. He's back uh, in the dugout with you. Any other changes? You mentioned Donnie McCabe. He's back this year. Uh, huge asset to the county as well. Um, any change in the medical team, or backroom team, other than those that we know about already? Yeah, so uh, the, firstly, if we start with the, the, the football side of it, uh, we've got a coach in uh, called Luke Bree, who's Sligo originally, uh, but would have a, a massive alignment with uh, St. Vincent's uh, club in, in Dublin, where he, where he spent his last 10 years, won an All-Ireland club title with them. Um, but he's back in Sligo, and he was, was common coach last year, and uh, he became available around the same time as James left and uh, we, we, we met him, uh, had really good feedback about him, met him and he's been a huge addition to our group so far. So uh, we're, we're absolutely delighted with him. Um, obviously, Aina Madden has come in and replaced Shane Bowen as physio. Shane has been an unbelievable servant to Leitrim in, in terms of the amount of work he's put in, mixing a, a busy family life with a busy, busy uh, work life and also to do Leitrim was just an amazing effort and uh, Listen, we were delighted to have Shane, and when Shane stepped away, Aina's came in and uh, has been brilliant there as well. Obviously, everyone knows Aina being uh, an international sprinter. There's not too many of them around Leitrim, and uh, an international rugby sevens player. So he's a really high-profile addition to our group, and he's been a really good addition so far, and hopefully that kind of keeps going. And then in the sports psychology route, Kieran Shannon, who's a really good friend of mine, uh, came in, helped us out last year. Uh, but again, work commitments, location, everything just wasn't suiting. So we we, uh, we had a conversation. Kieran stepped away, and uh, Sarah Healy now is in uh, replacing Kieran Shannon. So uh, I know some of those names are right, and uh, fairly uh, established people within the, their respective fields. So uh, you've matched like with like really across the board. And um, I suppose what most people want to know about really is who's going to be wearing the jersey next year, though. Um, we know some. People have, have moved on for various reasons. Um, most people are, have heard rumours at this stage, if not kind of already noticed. They've been to the goodbye parties uh, for the likes of the, the McGovern lads from, from Balmore. Also, David Brown has, has left captain last year. He's gone to Australia for a period. Um, are any of these lads likely to come back later in the year or are they gone from the reckoning? And, and who else maybe? Can you confirm at this stage isn't going to be in the Leitrim jersey next year? Yeah, uh, thanks for that, Prefni. Um, I, I think David probably being the captain was probably the most high profile. David, uh, uh, David Brune, he, he, he'd approved, he'd applied for the visa uh, before COVID. Um, and <laughs> to my uh, unfortunate uh, uh, being in August, he informed me that the, it literally just pinged into his email the visa just. Uh, 
uh, came to him in, in August. So he, he jumped and he said, I have to take that opportunity. I respected him first. Um, but absolutely no regrets making David captain last year. He, um, when we came in, he was the guy who um, was, the, was the professional uh, person around the place himself and uh, Donald Rin. And uh, they did a great job for us as captaincy. Of course, we'd, we'd love to have held on to David, but he, he decided to go for the year. And uh, I just respect him for that. People need to live their lives as well. But he was a brilliant guy for us around the place in our first year. Huge physical conditioning, uh, brilliant in the gym. Um, and just carried everything that we needed to do. And in year one, he just did a great job for us. So no regrets on that, even though he's left. Um, but but we, we, we've no regrets on that. Uh, then obviously on top of that, then we a, a few other guys left. Uh, the way the county board described it to me is that we'd always have three a year that'd leave. But he go, we, we had three years to cover. So a few of the guys uh, took off. So Dean uh, Dean left. Mushy um, McCaffrey left. Um Connor Dolan uh, it, it just uh, left the panel just because injury and and uh, bits and pieces um, around the thing. Obviously, Connor Cullen sustained a really bad injury. Um, testament to Nashilin that they did so well without him, but a uh, uh, really bad injury during the year. So that'll probably put him out for 12 months. I, uh, Kieran Cullen is going to Australia and uh, Aaron Hoare uh, was supposed to be going so uh, we're still waiting for Aaron so uh, we, we'll see what the big man comes to it and uh, and Benny Flynn has left the squad as well Okay so that's there's some pretty big holes and literally big holes there with some of those uh, players uh, Aaron Hoare is a big man as you mentioned I, I, yeah. believe, he, I believe he's heading stateside um, in the new year but I suppose you'll wait to hear confirmation on that in due course so We've got a couple of gaps. Who's going to be uh, filling those positions? Yeah, we're re we're really excited too. And like what what we've arranged actually with the guys that have left before I go on to the guys that have come in is that they will hopefully like we'd intend that these guys will come back into the Leitrim Ford. I think what happened before was when they left, they just went and left for a year and then tried to get back into it. So we're going to try to keep them on a weights program or whatever they want to run themselves but the, the, the facility will be there for them to continue to work at the same level as a, a senior inter county player um obviously get their trip away and stuff like that so if they opt to come back in 2024 that the fall off won't be that fast so they got to a really high level and we want to keep them as close to that level as we can um so that's that's our aim moving forward so there's a plan even for the guys that have left um and then the guys that have came in we're, we're really we're super excited about killian gaffey uh, ex Ligo Rovers, uh, Karen Con Shannon, not, not many people would know him, um, but a hugely talented keeper. Um, unfortunately, just coming back from injury with his cruciate, but we've got him back on the pitch and he he, he hopefully will be uh, a star for Leitrim in the future. Barry McNulty, a really exciting player. We, we've seen him throughout the club championship. I remember the first day I seen him, I went down to watch Ballinamore v Manor in a rearranged game down in Ballinamore, and uh, we didn't know who this young guy was. Uh, Barry McGuini even mixed him up. My encyclopedia, Leitrim football, even mixed him up. And uh, after a while, we 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 quickly discovered who this guy was. And uh, uh, from that moment on, we've had a nice. So he'll play under twenty this year, but he'd also be part of the senior squad. Uh, he's a, a fresher scholarship in UCD, so a really exciting player for us. We've Radic from uh, Drumshambo, Alan Gales, uh, Jeremy Keller from um, Carrick, uh, outstanding throughout the club championship. Uh, we've Michael McKernan from Ballinamore, um, we've Owen Shanley from Ballinamore, and we've uh, Aidan Flynn from Leitrim, Leitrim Gales, who's uh, 
since he came back into training has been a huge, huge addition to 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 our to our squad. And uh, again, I seen him playing against Manor Hamilton, American Young McNulty down in the first round of the championship. You were there sitting on the sideline, and uh, after that game, I was just, like, we, we we tried our best to get in, but it just didn't work last year to get him in. Um, but after that game, it was just. Uh, uh, so, so obvious that he, he 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 can play at that higher level. So we went after him, and uh, we're happy to say he's come back in. And then just two young guys were offering a a, a, a time for them to kind of impress them. Stephen McLaughlin and Adam Reynolds. Them two guys are in with us now at the minute. They're training, um, and they're just going to try to show us what they have over the next month. And uh, we'll make an assessment on them guys then in December. If Aidan Flynn in particular, I suppose people would have been disappointed maybe how his previous stint in the jersey ended mid-season after a, a game up in Antrim, uh, it just didn't seem to work out and he opted away. And then, of course, he got married last year. But he's probably a good example of someone who stepped away from the panel for personal reasons for a period and kept his fitness up and now comes back in uh, and he's impressing you. So um, I'm really happy to hear that that's what's happening with the, the lads who have gone away. Realistically, though, give them a year or two, how many of those six or seven that have opted out do you see potentially being back in and in two to three years time well they're all young men really aren't they uh, they're all young men so if, if it was on the older uh, echelons of the the 30s you'd say not but most of them they're they're all of the good age profile all keep themselves in fairly good condition um dean is a real like if you look at dean for example real passionate ballinamore man um i i can go to we're going to see him playing club championship i wouldn't be surprised if we see them playing club championship next summer so you know you're going to see him playing again um so once they're back in they're all talented players. They all they'll all get their um, they'll all stand out in club championships. So they'll they'll all have a chance. Yeah, in terms of next year, obviously we, we set the bar fairly high this year. It was a decent league campaign, albeit unsuccessful at the end. Um, but also the Talton Cup, as you said, didn't get to Crow Park. But the nature of the performance and I suppose the fact that it was just penalties that stopped us from achieving that target. Um, there was a really good feel good factor around the whole football environment in the county for for weeks after that game um how do we get that back again in the early stages of the season and what's the targets for 2023 oh well the targets the team will set their own targets really the players and uh i think when you're in division four division four there's only one target really isn't there there's uh and, that, and that's it it's um but let's let's not dress it up there's some really really good teams in division four and i know that sounds Peculiar, like last year, for example, if you had were given uh, whatever amount of money and you were saying, okay, you need to bet on two teams to get out of Division 4, you'd have bet on the two teams that got out. So they were there through unusual circumstances, through two years of COVID. The leagues were a bit unbalanced. And like we bet tip, but then tip won five games on the bounce to, to get promoted. So to win five games on the bounce... You're, you're you're really you're actually a good team. You're probably too good to be in that division. So they, they proved that they, they needed to get out, uh, and they did. This year it's much more balanced. Division four, I, I would suggest. Um, but Wicklow have the potential to be a really good side. Leash have the potential to be a really good side. You look at um, the Sligos of this world. Really, like look what they did against Cavan up in Crow Park potential to be a really good side ourselves we would put ourselves up there you have the wexfords you have the londons the carolers the waterfords all with potential there so it's it's a really tricky division people think division four you go down there it's easy you've seen it enough Brefney. it's a really really tough ask there's teams there that shouldn't be in it that should be up another notch and uh, them guys are all fighting out but 
as I always said last year, there's huge pressure on them guys then to get out. And we're, we're trying to put that pressure on and try to get to the top of that division if we can. With the Connacht Championship then, and this is, but you, you see our side of the our side of the division. Each one of those four teams, New York, Leitrim, Sligo and London, are all looking at the potential of getting to a Connacht final. And uh, we... No one, nobody, nobody will be taking that them games for granted. You've seen what happened to us in London last year where we thought we had the game won and then all of a sudden it was back to a point game before Ryan puts it in the net. And when we boarded the plane uh, to leave London that, that night, Sligo were in real trouble in New York on the, the other side of the Atlantic. So it's uh, that, that's a really tough side of the, side of the uh, um, province for us. Uh, but we're looking at New York and that's it when it comes to championships. So our first round, the league is the most important thing for us and then we'll deal with New York when we, when, when, when we get to the end of that. The whole New York trip becomes almost a kind of carnival for a couple of days um, in Yonkers or across uh, the Bronx and it just becomes kind of a, a Leitrim enclave for maybe three or four days over that long weekend. How much of that sideshow of kind of families and friends and community and GA members and fans um, being excited about going to for the trip be, filters into the squad and and you've been there as a player now as a manager it's slightly different you're trying to dampen expectations dampen kind of the, the sideshow how much of that has already crept in if anything no not amongst the players not amongst the players and like our job particularly the likes of mike solon who's brilliant at this stuff his job is really to keep that out of the the players dreams his job is to kind of organize kind of everything uh, to that regard, we did it brilliantly last year when we went to London, um, and hopefully we'll do it as well uh, going to New York. I was in New York two weekends two weekends ago doing a recce and meeting some of the the, the, the great uh, fan base we have in 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 New York. And uh, yeah, so right from our hotel to how we're going to prepare, where we're going to train, how it's going to be, it, like the boys will have plenty of time after the game. The game is going to be on a Saturday evening. It's going to be different. So you'll have a, a the, which is very unusual for the players. You'll have a Saturday and Sunday night there. So there's plenty of time after the game. It's not the rush that it was, Breffney, back in 2018 for for Leitrim or for Mayo in 2019, where you're basically rushing. You have a couple hours with your friends and family. You have that time there after the game. So I don't think it's going to be as much of a panic for players, but I do think the carnival atmosphere, the amount of Leitrim people that are in 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 New York is is literally insane. <laughs> like it's like I coming from Mayo and being a a small bit ignorant to the amount of Leitrim uh, diaspora there is in New York uh, was the biggest shock that I had when I went over in February and again two weeks ago when we were over there. Um, it's just it's amazing. Like you walk down McLean Avenue, and I, I I'm walking down and this guy just starts shouting at me from a butcher shop. A guy called Oliver Charles and he's uh, he, he's originally from Leitrim, you know. And uh, like this, this guy with a half each from half New York accent shouting at me to come back for a photo, you know, so it's, it's that mad over there. It's, uh, um, and you've seen it and uh, I'm getting the pleasure to, to kind of see it now. So to keep, you have to keep the players away from it, our hotel, everything we choose tries to keep the players away from it. But after the game, the players do know this year that there is going to be that extra day there. So they have a bit more time to, to liaise with the families and friends and uh, people that they mightn't have seen for a couple of years. Yeah, of course. The, the final thing I want to chat, chat to you about is, I suppose, third-level football. It's not really in your remit necessarily, but you've been there as a player yourself in the past. It's where you probably got your first taste of, of Leitrim football and some of the, the people in it, whether it's Barry or Emlyn. I know we're on teams with you in what's now ATU Sligo. Uh, the squad for the Sigerson came out just a couple of days ago. 
and it looks like we're going to have a little bit of representation, but probably not as much as we should like to see there. I know we've four or five lads in ATU Sligo, we've two down in UL and one in um, in Galway, in ATU Galway. Um, is that something that we're maybe missing a trick on in Leitrim for lads who go to third level who, who don't get involved in, in the really high-performance squads, whether it's hurling or football, is that something we've kind of missed out on over the years? Uh, absolutely. Um, I look at uh, uh, Donal, who, who who I rate as being an exceptional footballer, um, Donal Casey in UL. And I was looking at UL playing NUIG last year, and I was thinking if they had Donal Casey, they'd run the Sigerson, you know? Um, John, and it was, it was just unfortunate that it didn't happen with injury and everything. Like, he missed the opportunity to play maybe two years there with David Clifford um, and what you could learn out of him in terms of skill, in terms of practice, in terms of learning. Um, like I, I wrote uh, about my time in, in IT Sligo when Barry and James Clancy were there with me, Barry McGuinney and James were there. And what we learned off a guy called Paul Finley, who you, you still seen dancing around the, the Monaghan County Championship and the Ulster Championship a couple of, a couple of months ago, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, these guys, you, 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 see, everyone thinks they're training until the cease or practicing until the cease won't practice more than them and then they go oh right okay i can do more and you're learning and you're constantly learning and you do that through observation and that that's the key thing for us and i think from leitrim uh, a couple of guys were probably a bit you know they might have had a bit of a complex about going out playing because they were they were from leitrim so we're trying to get the get these barriers off the, off the players the likes of donald casey there and ul and, and paul keeney they will make a, a massive difference to that UL team, I, I believe. Ushi McLaughlin is already doing an IT Sligo. Um, and you, you're talking about injuries. You're talking about trying to get fellas to senior into county level. Ushin has had the injuries. How does he get back up to peak performance? He plays for FINA. He goes playing for IT Sligo. And all of a sudden, the gap then to go playing for, for Leitrim isn't as big. So that's what we're trying to encourage our players. But I think the next generation coming for Refne, I don't think you're going to have as much of a problem yet. I've mentioned Barry McNulty and Michael McKernan. They're already doing it with their colleges. They're already playing freshers, making big impressions in their colleges. The likes of, uh, I think, Jack Casey and these guys, Hackett and all these guys coming. I think they're going to make a huge, huge, huge difference. Paddy Kane from... Uh, Leitrim Gales, when they go, I think they're going to get into these squads and then it's going to push on. So you only need one to do it, one or two to do it, and then the rest of the guys then will follow follow suit. But it was disappointing to only see eight to ten players in the squads. But when saying that, there was probably only three or four last year and the majority of them were probably from IT Sligo. So it's good to see it growing, but it probably needs to grow a bit more, you know? Yeah, just for the sake of the record, the, the players in IT, IT Sligo, ATU Sligo, to give it its proper title. Peter Pryor, uh, goalkeeper from Drumroyley, Keen Singleton, uh, obviously of St Mary's, won a kind of championship this year. Oshie McLaughlin of Fina, Karen Clancy of Melvin Gales, and Brian Donahue of Clune are in their declared squads. Uh, the two you mentioned in UL, Paul Keeney and Donald Casey, will be well known to anyone in the county who follows Gaelic games, while Connor Hackett is the final uh, Leitrim representative in uh, ATU. And just on that, like you're on about a guy there called Kieran Clancy, right? So Kieran was very good under 20 last year, injured for his whole Melvin Gales kind of championship. We didn't really get to see him as a senior management group. And you're talking about Kieran, he's six foot two. He's like he's built like an inter-county senior footballer. So how is he going to get from not playing from his club to 
keep getting our eyes open to getting senior management to show him that he can play. It's to go and play well for ATU Sligo, to, as you said, to be politically correct. Go and play for them, play really well in Sigerson, and then he'll just make it to the point where you have to pick him. So that's the key thing for Sigerson as well. In terms of the next couple of weeks, Andy, of course, the 50-mile challenge is beginning to, to come back into our record, and it's been a huge success over the last few years. It's raised, as well as getting people out and active and, and socially involved with walking groups and what have you, or running groups, uh, it's also a hugely important fundraiser for the county. Uh, are you getting involved this year yourself? Or are you, I know you got heavily involved last year. Yeah, I'm in. The, I'm at the at the launch on Thursday evening. Um, Mike Mike Feeney there in Dublin has uh, as uh, yeah. He Mike is uh, is on to me on a daily basis. I, I I some no offense, Mike, but I sometimes have to ignore your calls every now and then. But uh, then you have Adrian O'Flynn, obviously, who was part of that uh, Sligo team as well. That uh, IT Sligo team back in the day. He was one of the chief kind of organisers around it as well. So he's. Uh, He's big into it, but there's great breath. There's been unbelievable work done by Leitrim all through. So I mentioned Mike Feeney, Eamon Dignan, Seamus Clark in New York. These guys, what they've done throughout the course, and you, 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 the people will never see it, okay? But the, what them guys have done all through the years, but for me, since since we got knocked out from by Sligo in the Talton Cup, the work them guys have done over the last five to six months to get interest in Sligo, to really kind of uh, build a sponsorship base to build the awareness of what we're trying to do has been nothing short of incredible off their own bat uh, and getting nothing out of it it's just been incredible and me and the management team are just incredibly grateful for them so yeah if they ask me to do the 50 mile challenge I've no choice really <laughs> I think you consider yourself asked at this stage yeah, yeah. Uh, in terms of I suppose uh, the next few weeks obviously it's Christmas people are being able to wind down you're just getting into the start of the season what is the next three or four weeks look like for Andy Moore and the Leitrim squad? Yeah, it's busy. It's busy. Obviously, we've done the 20 finals uh, this weekend, which is uh, great in one way. And then it's uh, it, you're kind of thinking, geez, I just need the players for a week, you know. Um, so you're just trying to get it in. Year two is so much different than year one, Breffney. So when we came in last year, we'd have had 40 fellas right across the course of November, December, and whenever we were training uh, into January, just to see who was good enough, try to organise challenge match, get it in. This year now it's a bit more close, you've about 35 guys uh, and you're working with the guys that you, you feel are the players you want to go into the championship with um, or into the first round of the league with. So it's it, it's different. So you're really identifying them. But now at this point, we've got all the guys trained. We've given the guys the rest from the club championship, the, the Mohol and the Carrick lads. They've all got the rest of the Sheelan uh, contingent. We've, we've given them all the rest. So now it's about trying to get as many fit players on the pitch so you can kind of build on the skills and build on the tactical work going into the the, the Waterford game on the the last weekend of of January. That's that's where we're trying to get to. We'll give the guys a Christmas break, obviously five six days off, and then right back into it then again, and uh, and we go training. You mentioned a couple of injuries there. Um, anyone who's in the squad who won't be available for the early part of next year? You mentioned Connor Cullen earlier in the conversation. Well, obviously, Connor. Yeah, I'd say Connor will will, will do twelve months, and uh, hopefully for him and his sake. He, he gets his leg back um, in action and we'll help him out with it any way we can. Um, so he'll be looking towards the 2024 season. I don't think he'll... Maybe he could get the, the tail end of the, the 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 club season next year, but a very significant injury. So hopefully we get that right and we'll just wait on the kind of physio's advice for that. Um, Emlyn, Emlyn will probably miss the first round or two of the league. Um, and then after that, I think we're, we're, we're in a good kind of 
physical position. Um, again, there's always things that'll crop up throughout the course of training, but up outside that, we're we're just trying to get guys to the fitness level we want them to be at. And uh, but um, I, I'd be fairly happy where the squad is at. The, the strength work that they did over the course of the last 12 months has really stood to them over the club championship, and I think we could see that throughout the club championship. There was a faster pace to the game. It was a more exciting game. Um, and I, I think that's really stood to the boys in terms of their physical condition and as well and the injuries. Carl Foley announced as the minor manager this week as well by Leitrim. Uh, are you familiar with Carl? Do you know? I wouldn't. Uh, I, I wouldn't be, if I'm being honest with you. Um, but again, it, it, I think it's a real progressive move by, by, by Leitrim. Uh, Benny Guckin in the under-20s uh, has got a guy called James Mannion in uh, uh, doing coach with him from Galway as well. Top-class coach. Um that's been down at all our, our all our stuff that we've done on the field so far. Really, really interested. We'd have five or six under twenties training with us midweek all the time. So I just I just think it's another progressive move uh, along that seventeens, twenties, and senior to supplement with what, what's been done by the, the the guys in underage level. So I think we're moving in the right direction. It's just so important that we keep building on that and keep kind of investing in the youth and and, and the coaching structures. Well, that's a good place to leave it. Listen, Andy, thanks as always. Good pleasure to chat to you. Uh, exciting times for Leitrim. Don't forget, people, if you're listening, uh, do sign up for the 50-mile challenge so we can keep the show on the road as well. Uh, but, Andy, from your point of view, um, disappointing to lose a couple of the lads, but as you said, life is life, and uh, we're kind of hitting that post-COVID um, drop-off. Um, people want to get back to their lives and travelling and work opportunities and such. Uh, it's great to chat to you. Very best of luck to you in the, the new year and uh, the new season, and hopefully we'll be uh, chatting to you through the year and uh, talking about plenty of wins uh, through yes. next season. Thanks very much for dropping in. Thanks, Brefney, and happy Christmas and New Year to everyone. So we'll see you all in 2023. Take care.